This episode of Dear Jessamine has profanity, sex talk, weed smoking, and a bunch of other shit that's just not for everybody. You also may not agree with the stuff we say or how we say it, and we think that's great. We promote cannabis medicine to people over 21. If you're not 21, come back when you are. What I want to do to myself is selfish in the best way. Hey, Jessamine. Hey, Ash. You remember last week that we recorded and then decided not to... Well, I said I did not want us to release it because... Uh And you asked me yesterday why I felt that way. Mm -hmm. And I said, because I didn't like the way that I was portrayed in it. I didn't like how I was in it. Mm -hmm. And I do also feel like it was accurate. What do you mean by that? Break that down. That it was accurate. Yeah. That you didn't like it. How could it be? I guess I could understand you, it being accurate and you not liking it. Well, no, I mean, I did not feel like it was telling a whole story. It's hard for me whenever something requires quick response. Yeah. And the conversation that we were having was like a very quick response type of thing. And I really needed more time to think about how I felt. And I was frustrated. And why I said I wanted to stop recording is that I felt like I didn't have the time I needed to really be reflective Mm -hmm. and to be impeccable with my word. I was not being, I'm frequently not impeccable with my word, but Mm -hmm. I really was not being impeccable. And I was like, I don't want that released to the world. And honestly, now that I'm remembering it, I feel like I might still feel that way. But this is our first time back on the mic since then. I felt so similarly yesterday. I was looking at your Instagram story. You had been recording, video recording us talking about putting our clothes away in the camper, like mm-hmm. for the first time. We had been considering underbed storage, but that's going to be a little bit of time before we get what we want under their custom made. And so in the meantime, we're putting our clothes on the benches under the dinette in the camper. And you had started to do stuff while I was gone. And then I came home and then you showed me and then you cut the video off because we started to disagree about how it should go. And when you were sharing it to Instagram stories, you posted it and then you posted the video and like where you cut it. And then you posted a series of like text Mm -hmm. um, sentences. It basically explaining that you cut the recording off because we started fighting and it was a cancer Aries fight. And the way you portrayed the whole thing, I was just like, I wouldn't have said it that way. But the last line that you put was something along the lines of, you know, we learn about each other and ourselves in this kind of conflict. And ultimately I was like, I mean, that's true. And so I don't need to like nitpick, but I would definitely, I definitely felt like in a way that probably I do and don't notice, you know what I mean? Like it was subtle enough that I was like, I'm sure she's actually thinking a lot about how she's writing this and like considering a great deal, like how she wants to word these things. And so it's not so much that I think you were wrong in your telling. It just, I came to the conclusion that it was really just like, we have different perspectives and it's your fucking Instagram story, you know, but it is not a comparable thing for me to share, for instance, on Instagram, a story versus you sharing a story in terms of like who and who sees it. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so it just, I had this whole like experience of like, dang man, like 
you could really say something. You could really say anything. <laughs> and like, oh, a lot of people would be really would have a lot of feelings about it potentially, you mm-hmm. know, but also just this idea that like history is written by the victors or whatever. You know? mm. And um, it was just this whole like perspective is so intense. And then like audience is so intense and like how that influences perspective even is mm-hmm. so intense and art imitates life and life imitates TV and blah, blah, blah. But I was definitely in my feelings about like, I would have said it like that. I would have said it this way. So I pro- I was like, you don't even need to talk about that. Mm. <laughs> but then I feel like it always happens that I'm like, yeah, that was just a realization for yourself. Just a private experience, you know, mm. but you brought it up and I was like, <sighs> I think this is my time. I think I should talk about that. So I feel you. Well, that I did think about, I wondered how you would feel about me putting that, posting that. Yeah, I did. I almost didn't share it. I found myself like only wanting to share part of it. Mm. I, when it was happening was like, this is not how I thought this was going to go. Mm. And then I was like, why did you think it was going to go any particular way? Why did you want it to go any particular way? Why are you not okay with it going this way? Mm. And why are you not okay with other people seeing it go this way? And I think it's because I don't like people having an idea of our relationship or of my life that is not how I understand it. Mm -hmm. And something that this show is really helping with and the, I mean, I think sharing, sharing in general, but sharing our life together, not just my life as an individual, it's really helping me. Well, it's requiring that I release control over how other people perceive me because it is Mm. never going to be how I perceive myself. And Mm. it's so frustrating because I'm like it makes me not want to share my life because I'm like I don't want other people to and this is why people don't share their lives Mm -hmm. because they're like I don't want other people's opinions about my life like and so I'm like I feel that and at the same time I feel like I'm happy you know what I mean like I enjoy sharing my life I don't I think it's fun I like Mm -hmm. being able to look back at it people are going to draw conclusions like I know there are people listening to this shit right now who just want the tea they're like so so like are y'all breaking up or what's going on or like okay well like so that's a crazy idea you decided to move into this camp trailer like what's going on you know what I mean like like I know there's people that are like there was somebody that commented on some shit yesterday that I was like, you follow me to hate me. Like, how did you even get a notification about this coming up? And you follow me so you can talk shit. And I'm like, that's just got to be fine. It can't be a problem. Mm. It's just got to be that that is that is what is being accepted here mm. is that other people are going to have their opinions. And there's no way for me or for us to share fully what our lives are like. We it will always only be just snippets. I think since this show has been coming in, well, not since it's been coming out, but since it's gotten really real in the last few episodes, I feel like I have shared so much less in general. It's not my, I talk a lot. You mentioned this. I talk a lot, but I don't really share vulnerably or something. And certainly not in like large and public ways. For the most part, I have had a very push pull relationship with the idea of being seen at all. We were getting photos taken this morning and it was just a raging, painful lava flow inside of me of like, it just felt horrible. Like I felt like my skin was itching off. I felt like I wanted to leave the whole time. 
Oh my gosh. I have just been noticing how fucking frequently I'm just going to use an analogy really quickly because it feels hard to say, honestly, but when two dogs are behind a fence and another dog is walking outside of a fence, sometimes in just the sheer stimulation of it all, the barking and the getting riled up and the, all of it, the two dogs behind the fence will like turn on each other. Totally. But not because they're mad at each other or because they're aggressive or violent. It's literally so stimulating to be like kept away. And then like, you know, it's just like this intense flare up of like emotions. And I have been noticing recently how often when I am going to like spear myself psychologically or like my self-esteem is just like, I'm noticing it being really low. I will just find some reason to be mad at you. Mm. Some reason to be jealous of you. Some reason that it's your fault that I'm feeling this way. And it is like really embarrassing to say, but it's, it feels really freeing at the same time. I don't want you to get the wrong idea that there's any part of me that genuinely believes it has anything to do with you. So I'm finding that sharing it is not always what's necessary because like you'll get the wrong idea. (laughs) You just will to your point, actually, Mm. even sharing with your partner. Sometimes I feel like you can't know exactly what I mean. What I mean is like, this feels yucky and it actually has nothing to do with you. Mm. and when I can have the time and space to feel all those feelings, it's typically when it's jealousy because it's easier for, I've worked with jealousy. I think more maybe when it comes up and I'm just like, why can't I look like Jessamine at the gym? Why can't I like know how to take photographs? Why can't I all these different things that I've decided you're better at than me and that I can never be. It was the other thing. It's just unfair that you're good at it and I'm bad at it. You know? Obviously, that's an agreement. Obviously, Mm. that's below the line. Obviously, you know what I mean? Mm. But I find myself in that space, not more or less than usual or something, but like I am definitely like acknowledging it and accepting it a little bit more. I think it's coming from being like, okay, this doesn't work how I'm feeling right now. What is going on right now? Mm. You know, it happened today. Mm. And I went, I walked outside and I was in the forest all of a sudden. And like, I had to do a chore by myself and I had to sit there and just think while the 27 gallons of water was coming through a water hose into the camper. And I was just like, okay, what are you actually feeling right now? Like, what do you actually need right now? You know, can you take a deep breath? Can you just change what you're doing? Fire signs. I don't know, man. I mean, I could blame it on the Aries, but like, really, I just have never practiced that. Mm -hmm. It's really coming up for the first time now. And it may look different than what people need to see. And it may be take more time than other people think I should be taking for whatever situation, you know, but like, I'm finding that I'm causing less harm when I'm able to stop. Mm. Maybe that's what I'm embedding in. More of that. Mm. More of just the ability to just stop I mean it's a continuation mm-hmm. of something I've said just being like okay this is what is what about you babes what am I inviting in this week yeah <sighs> this week I'm inviting in change full change complete change this past month July was a month of extreme change June was preparation for the change and the start of the change, but July was like, the wheel is turning. And August is like, okay, we're settling like a little bit. I think we're still changing. Like, I think it's still in movement, but mm. the it feels like the force of the change is steadying, at least. Mm. I could be wrong about that, but I do think that it would behoove me to just invite it in 
and mm. stop trying to resist it. Mm. Because I think that in some ways I resist change. I will be like, I don't, I just don't want it to. Like I've already figured out how this can work. Mm-hmm. Even just daily schedule is changing in a way that I really appreciate and that I think is more efficient in a way that I've not been in the mornings at least. Oh yeah. This space requires efficiency. Like it requires systems Mm -hmm. and doing things the exact same way every single time. And that structure is something that I really am appreciating in the ways that it's non-negotiable. It's like, cause I will resist a system. Like I feel like, it's all the things at once. I'll resist the system and then I need the system. But I just want to be cool with the change that's mm-hmm. coming. It's been amazing to get up and go to the gym with you in the mornings. It's been bringing up a lot for me. Mm-hmm. But that's, I'm remembering what always happens. I don't know that I've had a workout buddy mm-hmm. in many years, mm-hmm. many, many, many years. The spurts and starts and pieces of my life that I've really regularly specifically gone to the gym and not working out. Like I'll do that at home Mm -hmm. a lot, but when I've been going to the gym regularly, it's been really in moments of like after breakups or like when Mm. I'm like really exploring like solitude Mm -hmm. and isolated behaviors and experiences. Cause most of my life really has revolved around partnerships Mm. up to now. And, uh, so that's been my experience of like being at the gym. It's just always by myself and always in my own head. I get really distracted. Obviously this is what I've been talking about mm-hmm. by like self worth stuff or whatever. And I think when I'm alone, I can just like come when I want, leave when I want not think about anybody else at all. So that has been an interesting change on the Mm. note of change and an interesting thing to incorporate. Um, and I throw tantrums just like anybody else, you know, especially early in the morning, especially I haven't smoked weed. If I haven't smoked weed, especially like, I don't want to go to the gym, but like our gym time is also since camper life, it's our shower time too. Mm -hmm. So you said something about like, I love the gym so much more now that it's like this (laughs) other thing also. And the gym is not my spa. Yeah, it is amazing yeah i'm sorry no i don't want to talk on top i've been i'm just listening i i appreciate that addition i feel like having that since you said it i was like yeah i i could feel that way too like Mm. you know what i mean like that's a cool thing to think about like that's so you're such a sweet girl (laughs) (laughs) i mean like i i've had many periods of like going to the gym in my life for various reasons and usually it's like I'm on a kick of some sort. Mm-hmm. It'll be like a period, like a months long period where I'm like doing it every so often. Mm-hmm. The gym always gets me because like you have to keep going there so that like I will try to figure out ways to not go there. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, how can I do this at home or how can I do this like in a way where I don't have to physically go to the gym every day. Mm-hmm. But now that we have this shower that while I think I'm sure the shower honestly is it's going to be very nice on the day when I personally need to use it. I don't really care what happens in there unless Mm. it's a full catastrophe. I'm going to be grateful for it. But 
because it is, uh, I think, made for about half of a person and not a full human being um, and certainly not uh, a fat, full human being, a full fat human being. Yeah, I think it's just not made for a full fat, not that a full fat will not enjoy it at some time. In addition to all of that, the water on board Unless we are hooked up to water, mm-hmm. there's not that much water. And who knows how hot it's going to the be. The water heater situation we haven't really explored fully yet. Yeah. Literally. So that I just, um, because that is the case, I luxuriate in the shower experience mm-hmm. at Planet Fitness. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy to be there. I am like, I bring all of my stuff and I have it all in like travel size little containers and like everything is where it needs to be. I need to add a lip balm to my bag. I actually meant, I think I put it on my calendar for yesterday. Now that I have all of my things, I have my big, thick towel. I have my slippers. I I have my my skincare stuff. I am like, this is the spa, literally. Like, mm-hmm. all I would need is a dedicated locker. Like, if we were going to the right. same gym every day, then I would definitely just rent a locker there and oh, just yeah. keep all that shit there. But like, I just am like, oh my God, this is amazing. And so the thing about the shower though, mm-hmm. is that you just need to work out beforehand and then you get to take a shower. Well, it's interesting to me is like, I feel like at this point working out, especially like having any kind of equipment, like, I mean, a spin bike would just be heaven. Oh my God. If there was a spin, no, it doesn't matter. Don't need external circumstances to get to happiness. But I love that treadmill these days. I've never really loved a treadmill. It's really out of necessity because there's no spin bike, but um, they I've been have digging everything at Planet Fitness. They have everything. They don't have spin bikes, but they do have stationary bikes, I think. Mm-hmm. And like they have everything. They have everything. They have so many things that I forgot were even things. Yeah. They have so many different things. It is so, I'm like, I can just do any exercise here that I feel like it does not have to be the same every day. Mm-hmm. And like you were talking about feeling, uh, I really, I want you to talk about this if you feel comfortable, mm-hmm. because I think this is a really common experience. And I think a lot of people share feeling self-conscious at the gym and mm-hmm. feeling like, like looking around at what other people are doing and being like, like, what are, what's going on with them? Like, how do I compare to them? Like, do you feel comfortable speaking to that at all? Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I don't know that I've ever been like wholly honest about, you know, it's like one of those things that like how you actually feel is like this deep, complex, confusing thing but how you'll like express yourself is like some version of that like some slice of that um but i i mean yesterday i feel like what i was doing was i finished running i i mean if i'm not confident in what i'm doing this is why okay this is why i don't identify as something until i've really molded over i mean years you know um because it's like, like an artist that took me a really long time to identify as, um, I don't know why. I mean, I'm sure it's air sign stuff. I'm sure there's like some, like, no, I have to be right. Well, I have to be doing this. I have, right. it has to be how it I has to be provable. It, it has mm-hmm. to be, yeah. Some version of like somebody else's reality to be mm-hmm. my reality. And so there is this part though, that I think it comes from chicken or egg, who knows, but I, if I don't know what my routine is about to be, like I know how to run on the treadmill. Like I know my mm. pace. I know what I'm doing. I know about how I'm pushing myself in different ways, whatever. 
you know, at this point I know what I'm listening to, which is actually so much more important to me now than it's ever been mm. to like really get the music right. Um, cause I used to listen to podcasts or people's TV shows Absolutely or just like not. had no issue. I would just run and I'm doing my thing mm-hmm. and I'm lifting weights, whatever. And I'm great. Knocked out that episode, whatever. But like now it just has to be helping drive the mood of like, mm-hmm. push yourself. Okay. Push yes. yourself. Okay. Let's mm-hmm. do this. Okay. We're doing this. Like it, it has to be like, yeah, being a part of it with me. Um, and so that, that took a, a couple days to get, I'm like, no, I really do just have to listen to it this way. Um, but then now, so now I've got the music right and I left the treadmill and I was like, okay, what do I do next? You know, there's all these people so clear about what they're doing mm. and like they do this one move that I've never even seen somebody do. And, you know, it's just like all this stuff. And then, God, I don't really like negotiating with people around like mm. machines mm-hmm. either. I'll just find a machine that people aren't working on, you mm-hmm. know. And when there's not one, though, I just beat myself up about like, mm. you don't even know what you're doing out here. Mm. Like if you were just like confident and assertive, you could mm, just like maybe. get in there on the machine and like everyone's had to take turns. It's like being at a four way stop, like somebody decides and then you all just go and then you're you done. You feel the same way at four way stops. No, at four way stops, I know who's supposed to have the right of way. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm that's very, right. very clear mm-hmm. on the traffic laws there. Uh, menus? Menus confound me. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's too many decisions. I don't want to pick the wrong thing. I feel like I've worked hard for this money and I'm just going to mm. pay for some food, which I probably could have made at home. And I just don't want to do, I just, what do I'm really in the mood for? You know, all of these things. Mm-hmm. Menus are scary for me. It's anxiety. And then somebody's waiting for you. And there's like, come on, bitch, like make up your mind. And I'm like, but you don't understand my life. So it's some version of that that's happening in the weight room. No, this is more like if you cared more about yourself, you would take the time to like get right before you show up here. Like all Mm. these other people have done Mm. because they actually give a shit Mm. about their health and their well-being and like not making other people wait on them. And like there's a fat thing, too. Like Mm. we're in Chapel Hill. It's a lot of thin bodies. It's a mm-hmm. lot of like book. Sometimes I'm at Planet Fitness. I'm like, oh, we in here. Oh my God. That is literally my favorite Not thing about Chapel Planet Hill. Fitness. The hoes are fat at, at Planet Fitness. They're fat. They're old. They're doing their thing. You know, they're disabled. They're out exactly. here. Like I live for exactly. it. And there's just like a real homogeny here, which mm-hmm. is fine. Like throw me in the fire. Like, let's see what I do, you know. But um, you know, you're out here doing your thing and that's important, but it's just hard sometimes for me to be like, that's inspiring versus mm. like, oh, this is why I'm garbage, mm. you know? So yeah, it's just like regular old self-hate. I don't know. It's, I appreciate you saying all that. I feel you. Sometimes though, when I'm on my shit, I'm like, oh yeah, she's running. Okay. I'm running. Okay. We're running. Okay. We're a team. Okay. We're all on the bobsled team together. Okay. Hell we're yeah, all training. That's it. That's, you know it. What I mean? that's literally it. And we can inspire each other. Like there was this guy who was doing, I think anytime that someone is doing like really fast, uh, like toe touches, uh, from their butt, I think they're a gymnast or something, or toe they have some kind of background. Tell me more. It's like a boat pose, you know, boat pose. Yeah. It's like that, but really fast. Oh, yeah. It's like a traditional calisthenic, I think. It's like um, an ab scissor. Yes. Yeah. Like, but when they do it like really intense, I'm like, are you a gymnast or something? Because mm. I feel like that's something that they do. Or were you a gymnast? Mm. Um, or I mean, are you a gymnast? But they could be a Gemini and they don't know how to say yes or no to that. 
but this guy he's doing it and i'm just like hell yeah you know just like like get it like go like and i'm like it's like hyping me like mm-hmm. i'm like oh my god it's amazing but like if my mood is not right mm-hmm. it's definitely downward spiral to exactly what you're talking yeah. about and i feel like for me that's why the music is so important like the music has got to be setting it off anything visual is just an accent to the music it's like oh now Katy perry is singing on top of charmed or whatever the fuck which first of all i was watching charmed while i was uh, on the elliptical the other day mm-hmm. and that show is so bobo it's so funny to me like i don't even know what it literally it looks like it was shot on the sound stage they're wearing ridiculous wigs it's just so funny and i'm like i think that's why people like it because mm-hmm. it's funny i'm watching charmed i'm listening to music and the music is just like it has to pull to memories for me it has to be like like emotional it can't just be like just some loud like workout music because mm. people make workout playlists all the time. That's why I'm so particular about Peloton classes and the music. Like I will, it will take me forever to pick a class to spend to because yeah. I am like, what is the music? What is the mood that the person is doing? And if it's just like music of now, like, like, like uh, top 40 hits or whatever, I'm like, I do not want to hear this. Mm. I don't, I don't have a connection to this music. Mm. Like, and so it's gotta be something where I'm like, I can get lost in it. I'll just be, because otherwise I'm so distracted by everyone else in the space. Like, and I feel you about not having a plan whenever you're like, okay, so I'm done with cardio. Like what, what's my next move recently being able to move intuitively, mm-hmm. like not, um, not deciding to do anything in particular, but just move the parts of my body that need to be moved. Mm-hmm. That has been just so fucking transformative is the word that comes up for me, but it's just been so, it feels really good to just move in the ways that my body is asking for. And that, but that part of that also is like, sometimes it doesn't know what to do. So that if I go and just do something, literally anything, it'll lead to the next thing. Mm -hmm. And and that's why I was really fucking with that 30 minute room that we were doing because the 30 minute room, which I had seen in the past at Planet Fitness and been, I think I was like, uh, I'm too good for that. You know what I mean? Or like, like, um, I have a plan of what I'm going to do. I don't know why I'm giving myself that voice. I felt like I don't need to worry about what's going on in this room. Mm-hmm. And then I went in there this week and I was like, oh no, this room is amazing. They figured out exactly what you need to do over a 30 minute period to just get it in. Like you literally can just get it in real quick. Totally. But I, the, even, I had the same feeling about the 30 minute room, by the way. I was like, don't tell me how to work out. Okay. <laughs> Please like, tell um, me how to work I out. Know it. Right. Literally. <laughs> but the, with the weight machines though, I feel like if like if you just pick one that like but one of my things back this was when I was in college and I was just trying to figure out how to be in the weight room which was like I had so much fat phobia and shit like so much shit where it's like like should I like I have to be that's where I got sketchy about the amount of cardio that I need to do because I was like and also I was obsessed with the biggest loser at this time so I, like yeah. I and they would have them on the treadmill on the elliptical what's up you watch biggest loser um, I was obsessed with the what's biggest 
that bitch's name? Jillian Lee Michaels. She can suck every. I actually, this is what's so unfortunate about her. I have enjoyed her so much. First of all, she's a love enjoying the most problematic people. I do. I love problematic people. Fucking throw harm. Oh my god, people. I love it. Really, me and the thing about Jillian Michaels. This is the thing about her, Mm -hmm. and she don't have to like it, but she's a former fat. Oh yeah, and she she is a legit. She has all the behavior of a former fat. She has the whole story of being a former fat, and on biggest loser she would be like relating to people because she's a former fat like she's like yeah no i feel you like that's why i actually did fuck with that show because they really were having very deep conversations Mm -hmm. about why we are who we are as people Mm -hmm. there was this whole game show component where it's like you have to lose the most weight and people are losing ridiculous amounts of weight in an environment that i'm like is this really safe for you to be losing but it's is it can you maintain this like you have to keep doing the same shit over and over again the point is that i at that time was obsessed with that show and i was like i have to when i'm at the gym i have to do at least like 30 minutes to an hour on whatever cardio machine i'm on and then i can do something else Mm -hmm. so the body weight that became like a in strength training in general became like very secondary to me and when and i was very scared of the weight room mm-hmm. and because also at uncg it was like like all the male athletes were in the weight room mm-hmm. and i would just like i would look at the machines and i would be like because i had been to like the wide gym like i've mm. been but i had only been in the weight rooms a little bit or the weight areas mm-hmm. and i didn't know how to use the machines and like i i was too anxious i was having that feeling that you're talking about the menu thing mm-hmm. like of being like do i have time to like everybody needs to get on the machines like do I really have time to look at the description and try to figure out and I'm a kinesthetic learner it's really Mm -hmm. hard for me to look at things and even figure it out so I'm like looking at the descriptions and the diagrams like I don't know am I doing this right so there were only certain machines that I was like okay I think I'm doing that right so I can do that and so at UNCG in the gym I would be like okay these are the machines that I can do and that's okay and like I'll be in there and it's and I know what I'm doing I can be in this part of it Mm -hmm. And then, but when those machines were full, which would happen frequently, mm-hmm. and there would be machines that I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to do that one right. It would make me not even go in the weight room. Totally. Because I'd be like, I don't want to, I don't want to do it wrong. I don't want someone to see me doing it wrong. So, Justin and Stanley. Yep. Something that we've started to do that I really missed is a little thing called watching Sex and the City. And just like that, it was time for us to talk about Sex Sex and the the Titty. Um, Okay, so I was most taken by season four, episode five, but also I low-key think also episode six. But I want to talk about season four, episode five called Ghost Town. Uh, That was the episode title. And the reason I want to talk about it is because it just, I resonated so much with Carrie while she was saying, okay, this, let me set the stage. Sorry. Okay. So Aiden and Steve, Aiden is Carrie's ex. Steve is Miranda's ex and Steve's opening a bar and they got an invitation. Right. And that's how they found out that Steve was opening a bar. Miranda ran into Steve somewhere Mm -hmm. at that fucking coffee shop. Something like that. Yeah. 
Okay. And Miranda ran to Steve <laughs> and Steve invited her and then sent Carrie an invitation. Yep. But Carrie was like, read the invitation as being from like Stephen Aiden and assumed that Aiden had invited her. So Aiden is Steve's silent partner in the bar. Not so silent, Not apparently, so. as she said. Yeah. Um, Aiden and Steve are partners in the bar. She saw it on the invitation. And she was like, I can't go. And then Miranda was like, no, you got to go. Like Steve wouldn't have invited you or like they wouldn't have sent it to you if right. it wasn't cool with Aiden. And then she's like, oh, like, should I hit him up? Like, should I do something? So then she brings a fucking mulberry bush over to the restaurant over to the bar as a on gift mulberry street because it's on mulberry street it's very <laughs> thoughtful <laughs> so carry i love that um, though we don't yeah. do that shit you know what i mean like yeah anyway sorry no i like I digress you, you're sweet the 90s and early aughts only because it was after the 90s I feel like it was a different time thoughtful mm. gifts you know what i mean make a card yeah. don't buy the card make the card you know anyway i'm sorry or buy it like a nice card go to the hallmark store Literally. Does that still exist? I hope not. No, that Christian that ass. Were they Christ- are they Christians? Hallmark is Christians. Do you know how much Jesus loves you? Bullshit is up in there. I don't oh, hate really? Christians. Oh, I do think that if Jesus was really doing what they say, he probably loved me. But he's dead. I love Jesus, and I think he was an incredible being. It's his followers that I have issue Sketchy. with. They, his followers don't know how to act right. Remember that time that we were just walking out of the grocery store and this dude just started screaming oh scripture at us? He was screaming at us like, about how we were like uh, going to hell for being gay yeah, or something basically. like that. I was just like, sir, when would Jesus have shouted at Jesus anybody Jesus would be like looking this? at you right now like, bro, I need you to come over here and speak with me. Literally, Jesus <laughs> would just be like silently nodding his head, like cro- like shaking Shake, his yeah. head. Like, don't. Don't do we're that. Not, we're not doing this. No shouting ever. We're not doing There's that no in the parking lot. There's no need for shouting. Food lion. Food lion. When people are trying to get <laughs> fucking laundry detergent. It. Oh my God. Let them be. <sighs> um, sorry. So yeah, anyway. But, so Christ. Um, what a cracker. <laughs> so then Carrie's having this whole experience of like, should I go? Should I not go? Aiden, does he want me there? Does he not want me there? And then she's, people are like, oh, what's the big deal? Like, do you want to get back with him? And she's like, no. And then she's like, yes, I think I want to get back with him. And I just found, I, I got emotional at all of this because I was identifying a lot with my projection of Carrie in that moment mm. and being like, I do this all the time where like, instead of being like, okay. What would serve me most right now? What do I want right now? What am I feeling right now? What do I need right now? In regards to other people or what snacks I want to have or, you know, whatever the situation, when I want to work, when I want to go to sleep and wake up. And I have just like delegated so many of those, like you were talking earlier about me being made anxious by menus. Mm. You know, some people look the menu up beforehand or whatever, like handle their business. I literally am like, Jessamine, you have great taste. Would you order for me? Mm. Um, and you frequently do in restaurants because you do have great taste. And we all we like share anyway. So it's not like that weird or whatever. But it is because like I literally I'm just like, I can't I'm overwhelmed by this concept, mm. you know. And so I think I'm like, <sighs> I'm like Carrie just do what you want like do you want to ask Aiden out like do you want to go to this party like whatever he does or doesn't do like you're still you like will you find pleasure out of like celebrating Steve opening this bar like you're just obsessing over this idea that this person's approval matters more than anything else Mm -hmm. this person's validation is the most important piece of all this and it's just 
it certainly is important and it certainly is dictating a lot of what you're doing. You know, them wanting to go out with you says a lot about whether you're going to go out with them, for instance. But, bruh, like, it's not about that. It's not about him. It's not about what he wants. And I was telling myself this. (laughs) I was just like, do you want to do that thing you're talking about? Do you want to not go to the gym today? Do you want to sleep in? Do you want to... I don't know. You know, I, I just find myself, like, deferring to you it causes friction in our relationship when you're like why don't you just fucking pick (laughs) you know or like why don't you come up with something sometimes or why don't you know what i mean and i'm like i mean i want to i don't know how or something it's just a weird like adult baby thing that i am Mm -hmm. judging myself pretty harshly for right now but i um found that i i really wanted carrie to and her friends to ever be like bro it's really not about him i mean samantha's trying to do this all the time Mm. i feel like samantha's like i don't care what he thinks Mm. i don't care what she wants i don't it's like why would i live my life thinking about that you know i think it's really important to that just to this point because i don't want to get away from what you're saying but samantha is significantly older than they are and than the other three are and i feel like samantha does just does not have patience for Mm -hmm. the bullshit that they have patience for samantha is like i'm a grown woman if you don't pay my bills then you are not a part of my decision making process and i enjoy living my life i love my life and i don't think i need to apologize for that do you think she's a hedonist definitely so do you think that it's inherently true like it's naturally obvious that once you become a grown-ass adult you begin thinking in these ways that are like why would i consider somebody else's opinion like why would i consider what people who judge me think i should be doing yes i think that with time it becomes more clear that it really doesn't matter what anyone else thinks because they really might die like honestly i mean like they might they might just be gone and then you don't have to think about it anymore and your life moves on or something happens they live is so big uh-huh. you know like like something will happen so big and out of nowhere that has nothing to do with whether or not you like it or somebody else has an opinion about it and i think that that makes you as you get older just roll over from shit easier because you're like or and then eventually stop caring about stuff like there's so many women that i know who talk about when they were younger they would wear certain things or do their hair and makeup in certain ways and stuff. Or they'll like look at uh, look at young girls wearing heels and they'll just be like, yeah, that's not I don't do that anymore <laughs> because they felt like or the impression is like they thought that it made a difference somehow, like mm-hmm. that it it uh, mattered to how they were perceived. And that eventually they realized, yeah, it doesn't matter. But what matters is that I'm comfortable with what I'm doing and that that means that they make decisions that are fully formed around what they want and maybe that is wearing heels but also maybe it's not and i was also just like damn carrie bradshaw like you can just make a decision for you like Mm. the world's your oyster like Mm. single lady you get out there what aiden schmaden you know what i mean i'm just like who cares if he doesn't want you like you should want you and she does in a lot of ways and i really appreciate it but i just found myself identifying with carrie in a way that i hadn't really before i love that you're a lot like Carrie. How do you think me. I'm like Carrie? In like every way. <laughs> Carrie is like, I feel like Carrie is up for anything. Uh-huh. She's like friends with everybody. Yeah. She wants to have a good time. She does not want someone to disrupt her having a good time. 
if she's in a mood or if she has an opinion, you will know about it. God, that's the other way I'm like that. I feel like I'm like her. She'll be like sad all of a sudden. And then everybody has to know about it. And I'm like, bitch, why don't you just Carrie gotta go tell everybody. everybody. And they all have <laughs> to feel the way she feels. Literally, or, or else she's like, What the fuck? What the fuck is wrong with you? We're having a sad brunch. Why would morning. I come over here to talk to you about this if she, I didn't and want And she gets mad when people aren't like on Literally. her page. She's like, How dare you be happy right now? Are you even a friend of mine? Literally. Like that this is some shit that I'm like, okay, you don't need to be a mirror quite so hard. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> I love that you identify with these characters and I love that you're getting into the show. Like, I feel like for a little while, the first couple seasons, you were kind of like, yeah, okay, I'll keep watching. And oh, then the- and then she threw the cigarettes during the confrontation. God. She was like, I'm totally doing it. I don't even smoke anymore. And I was like, I <laughs> just be yourself. Like, if he doesn't want to smoke, girl, you can't convince him that Literally. he does, that you're like secretly a smoker, but he actually wants you. It's just, it's the same shit she was doing before, first right. of all. I'm like, didn't you tell him before you were quit smoking? why Carrie I identify with Carrie in a lot of ways also I think that the way that she behaves is totally logical I'm like I got you and it's cringeworthy to watch yeah. it I'm like Carrie totally. stop it that's how you know a show is good though is exactly. if you are embarrassed to be like the people who are on the show Damn. That is it's not so if real. it's not doing that it's not that good I think speaking of this isn't actually that <laughs> what is it time for Astro Thought of the Week? It is time for Astro Thought of the Week. We were talking inspired by Channy's um, The Week oh Ahead. Oh my god. I feel like that podcast is a really helpful way to look at The Week Ahead. I think of it like the weather report. Yeah. And this one for this week, it's going to be weeks ahead by the time that yeah. this podcast is released. But that episode for the week of august 4th whatever whatever week whatever sunday that was mm-hmm. august 1st i guess um that episode she starts it by talking about how we relate to power mm-hmm. oh and God. that there is no way to amass power from the outside world there's mm-hmm. only ever the power that is inside of you and you had just talked about in this book the 15 principles of conscious leadership Mm -hmm. that they were talking about how any success that you ever have came from inside of you. It did not come from outside of you. And this is something that has come up a lot in my business life Mm -hmm. because I am now having to deal with what it is to create hierarchy Mm. in a corporate Mm -hmm. structure and the ways in which people try to amass power in a corporate structure, which I have never had any respect for because mm. I know that it does not have anything to do with real power. Right. Real power comes from inside of you. And right. you can, when you're at work, share that, like you can, you can express that power, the power that's coming from inside of you, but you can't look to the artificial walls of the corporate structure to really give you the power that you think. Just thinking about the fact that it's artificial, like mm-hmm. it's not, it's something that had to be put in place. Mm-hmm. And it, it is only upheld by all of us believing in it. Right. That's true. But it's only upheld by our own inner power. It has to be coming from inside. Otherwise, it's just some fake shit. Mm-hmm. 
and seeing what it is for people to Wait, not can I stop you. I'm so sorry to go yeah, back. Please. It can only be upheld by our own inner power. So God, it reminds me of that. Just, I just wanted to echo that again because yeah, cool. it was really <clears throat> resonating for me. And I was like, wait, mm-hmm. slow down. I need to absorb this. Like the, uh, yeah, the idea that, so what is it of anything obtained through violence has to be maintained through violence. Exactly. Which makes a lot of sense to me. And it's like a nuance, honestly, on this. It's like mm. the kind of power that you use to build something mm. is the kind of power that you're going to have to inevitably use to maintain it. To you have to, it. literally. And so having intentions around the ways that you're building have like long-term ramifications on how that structure is going to exist. And I'm just putting it all together. That's exactly right. Saying, yeah. No, that's exactly it. It's that if you are really creating something that is going to stand, something that right. is meant to stand, something that will be eternal, even if it has to change form and mm-hmm. go underground and do all kinds of shit, if it is meant to stand, it has to come from inside of you Mm. but if you build it from artificial shit it will be just like artificial shit look at any structure that is made that is made out of cheap materials Mm -hmm. like things that are not meant to last not meant to stand the test of time Mm -hmm. and i think that it requires constant vigilance Mm. and a constant return to the purpose and mission and the reason Mm. which is not a catchphrase Mm -hmm. it is light shining through that is the purpose that is the that's always the thing this is what we can learn through leo season Mm. leo season leos are ruled by the sun they are the sun that is their thing they shine they just shine they show all of us how to shine. I think I talked about this on Astro the other week, like last week or mm-hmm. the week before, or something like that, uh, because like Mercury had gone into Leo or something mm-hmm. like that. <clears throat> but Leo, I never understood this as a kid thinking about Leo because Leo's is just like, oh, they're just fun. You know, like they want to have a good time. Uh-huh. But like, and then when they <laughs> when they are not having a good time, they are like it's a different expression of that but I feel like it's an amazing way to say that Leo's show us that the whole point of our existence is to just shine yeah for all of us because we all whatever our whatever our uh, sign is it's shining through the sun like uh, your sun sign what is it it's a blank thing Mm -hmm. so as an Aries you are meant to blaze like the sun that hard that hot and Leo's are showing us this is how to do it but we don't believe that we are supposed to or that we are allowed to and so instead we look to artificial things we look to other people to shine our light this is something that Chani was talking about that you start looking to other people you want to get close to things that are powerful Mm. I thought that bitch was talking about some shit that's going on in her own life honestly because she shines so fucking bright Mm. I can only imagine that there are people constantly around her trying to get get her shine Mm. they want to feel the. they think that because they're near her they can get the shine And the reality is that each of us is meant to shine individually. There is an amount of power coming from inside of you that is so expansive and robust and beyond what anyone else could ever give you. Mm -hmm. Someone else can show you by shining their light how to how to shine, Mm -hmm. but they can't shine for you. It's a tough concept to absorb. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like 
I, f- I feel like I have to remind myself of it a million times every single day. Well, I'm grateful for this particular opportunity. Dear Jessamine is produced by Tenderfire Media. For more on our show, follow us on Spotify and Instagram at Dear Jessamine and find yourself on our website, dearjessamine.com. We really appreciate reviews on our show on Apple Podcasts. If you have time, please head over there and write us a review. It really helps a lot. Want to know about our team? That's coming up next. Kylie C. Roberts is our editor slash producer. Angel and Melody do our social media. Janie draws our art. Fruit Snack plays our theme song. Anna Rooney makes Jessamine's work life smooth. Amber Richardson keeps Tenderfire Media away from the timeout table. Ash Danger Phoenix co-hosts and produces these very words. And I, Jessamine Stanley, do too. And we believe that no one should be in jail for weed. Tender fire. Drop page.